Hello and welcome to the Forever Lampley Podcast. I'm your host, Inez. And I'm Tommy. (laughs) And today we are going to be talking about a topic that we've been waiting to share. This is a topic that many people have asked us about or inquire um, about in our personal life. So today we're talking about, drum roll please, <laughs> non-traditional families. All right. All right. Hot topic. Hot topic. So I think it's important that we start off laying the foundation about our family background. So Tommy and I both come from traditional quote unquote families where my parents are still together. I think they've been married for like 45 years or something like that. Longer than Really? I don't think so. And your parents are going on like what, like 30? I think 35. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we gotta yeah, do better. Yeah. Okay, well they've been married definitely in total together like over 70 years. Yeah. And your grandparents are still married. They're going on like 60, 60 years. 60 years. Yeah. Um, so we just come from a family of strong black marriages that, yes, we've seen or have been aware that there have been hard times, just like all marriages, but they persevered and made a commitment to God that they were going to love each other no matter what. And so we've both seen that, right? Yeah, we have. We have. And so coming Countless examples, right? Mm-hmm. And so because we were raised in households like that, I think that's a reason how Tommy and I got together so well because of our values being aligned and seeing that through our parents. So sharing similar values, having parents that, you know, really had, you know, we, they're very similar backgrounds, both had churches in our backgrounds, right. you know, our families, I'm just very similar similar way of viewing things and doing things right so it allowed us to align pretty pretty seamlessly and just you know how we wanted to construct our lives totally however although we were brought up in that environment that's not our current situation yeah so i when i met inez which was in 2016 um i already had a son uh, so I found out I was having a son um, as I finished up graduate school. I was finishing my last year of graduate school uh, at, in Washington, D.C. at Georgetown. And, um, you know, former relationship that I had at the time you know, ended uh, with, you know, learning the blessed news that Tyler was going to be a part of the world soon. So that obviously changed my life um, with regards of, you know, just prioritizing uh, you know, where I would be and, you know, how I would now be raising a son. Um, and it, it makes sense to mention that, uh, the, the, uh, his mother and I weren't in a relationship. So just the, just the logistics of maneuvering forward in the world with, um, you know, knowing you, you had that, that burden of providing for another, another being, you know, shortly. So, uh, you know, things align for me in a certain in a certain manner. And so at the time that I met Inez, um, you know, I had primary custody of Tyler and you know, I was really, you know, in a situation where I was very particular in who I wanted to expose Tyler to. 
Yeah. And I do think when we met in Ibiza, you told me that you had a son. Mm -hmm. But I assumed that you were like a weekend dad. So I was like, okay, like some weekends we might be going to Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) but, (laughs) But then when I first came down here, I met Tyler for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean it's fitting because the topical is the topic of this uh this podcast is non-traditional families, but even with that cohort, uh you know, my situation with Tyler is non-traditional even within that. Right. Um generally speaking, you don't have the father uh you know of a child who has primary custody. Um so yeah, and it, it uh it caught Inez by surprise. I think I mentioned it to you. But you just didn't really know it. I didn't meant. know what that really meant, to be yeah, honest. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, so Tyler is with me. Uh, I guess it's best to say he's with his mother every other weekend. And when he's not there, he's with me. And you know, at the time that I met Inez, you know, that was that was uh, our arrangement. And she just kind of stepped into that. So it's like, all right, you, if if uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna take me, sweetheart, you also got this little what four-year-old at the time, bundle of joy. So, you know, it made sense to introduce her to him very early because I, I think by the time you, you agreed to come to Atlanta, you know, we'd already established that, you know, things, um, if there will be a certain cadence to... to Babe, when I came to Atlanta, <laughs> it legitimately was a week after we met. Yeah, but I'm, I know, I know, I you know, I know the time period. No, I'm just <laughs> But... It already been determined that I was very intentional. I think at that time you were still kind of hedging. No, I don't know if I'm gonna come see you. (laughs) Gave that whole bit, but uh, I mean, I think even coming to Atlanta and seeing, you know, the home and seeing Tyler and kind of maybe putting it all together in terms of how things will ultimately be. It gave you that opportunity, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. And I I think before never considered dating someone with a child. Mm-hmm. But it was a really I think it it helped me mature a lot because I was able to see that Tyler was this amazing kid and I was excited to pour into him and have an impact on him. And just watching Tyler with Tommy, it made me even more excited about mm-hmm. who this man, who's my husband, um, <laughs> was. I just thought it was really remarkable. But I think, I'm not going to lie, before that, before meeting you, yeah. dating someone with a child wouldn't have been something that I was like. Yeah. I'm looking forward to you because it I mean it really does you know it puts a, it changes your life yeah you does. know um and not to say it's for better or for worse I mean it's just factual um you know being with someone who you know has their child with them uh you know 70% of the time it's like you 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 know you're kind of bombarded by that fact if you know if we're together and you embraced it. You embraced it. Um, and but also by that same token, you say you, you know, you saw a bit more of, of uh, you know, who I was by how I interacted with him when you came and saw. I mean, I, I saw you interacting with him as well. And that's mm-hmm. kind of one of those first few moments that I knew 
you know, things really made sense. Um, you know, you 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 kind of joked that you joked at this uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember. Uh, I think we were at uh, a buddy, a frat brother of mine's uh, wedding, and there was a couple of little kids that came around and introduced themselves. And you just made a little connection with uh, with I think it was Jan. Jan's son mm-hmm. made a connection with him, and then you looked at me and said, "I was born to be a mother," <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And so, like, I saw that that spirit in you the first time you interacted with Tyler, and you kind of stooped down to his level. I don't remember what you guys were talking about, but yeah, I it don't. was just an instant, you know, connection you were able to establish and to you know see that, um, you know, grow right over the time. I definitely fell in love with the both of you at the same time. And I think that is extremely important. And if you are like in my position, dating someone who has a child, I think it's really important to build a genuine, um, caring foundation with the child and realizing that your place is ultimately just to support them and help them be the best person um, that they can be. I never went into Tyler's life saying, you know, I'm going to be the stepmama or your mama number two or any of that, even though that's the role that I ultimately took on. But Mm -hmm. I saw this child that I was literally obsessed with and still am to this day um, that I just wanted to have an impact on his life. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, you kind of mentioned, you know, how things may be, how he may be expected to, you know, relate to you. What is the term? Stepmom, mom number two. Oh, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a perfect segue. Yeah, so Tyler, for up until we got married, he called me Miss Inez. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were about to get married, we were like, okay, Miss Inez has to go. Yeah. Wasn't that, didn't you have that conversation? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, at a certain point, especially when you're crossing the threshold of marriage, like you're all one family now. And I mean, I wasn't predicting the future, uh, but, you know, I knew, you know, our plan was to have children quickly. Right. I, I didn't know it was going to be this quick. I don't think yeah. you did either. But, you know, what comes along with that is a certain uh, language that's used by this child. And so you want there to be a certain consistency in the home um, because we are one family under, you know, this roof. So there has to be consistency, even though he does have another home at his mother's that he that he goes to periodically. Mm-hmm. Um and so, and I, I can understand how it can be confusing for a child because, you know, you're, you're having to relate to, you know, two, you know, figures that are providing some of the same, some duplicate duties yeah. and uh, you, you don't quite know how to, you know, address them. And we, we had, we had a couple, we had one example I think you wanted to mention. Oh yeah. yeah. So one time, this was early in our relationship. We were definitely still engaged because I remember I was still in business school and I came home like, or did I come home? Yeah, I came home. We all were home and Tyler made a comment about like, what do you say? Like, I think some, 
I don't know. Something along the lines like I only have one mom or something like something that. To that effect. And yeah. Tommy like. Well, you know, I think I, I think ironically enough, we were having that we were having that conversation about you know what we would call you after after the wedding and like how you know the how the decor how we would you know address you um and i think initially he resisted mm-hmm. you know and made a fa- made a comment like that i only have one mother something to that effect and i think that's when we had to break down and just kind of really explain to him uh you know just the roles in our home and how even though you know yes he d- does have another biological mother uh, you know, within the Lampley home, that role is is filled by Inez, uh, Inez Daniels at the time, Inez Lampley now, and you know, she fulfills those maternal duties for us, uh, and that had to be you know relates him. And we, what did we do? So the exercise that Tommy did, which I think I started crying after this because it was so <laughs> powerful and so impactful. So I went to the grocery store, as I always do. I got Tyler's favorite stuff, you know, fruit, snacks, everything. And that was usually my role while I was in business school. Mm -hmm. And so after he made that comment, Tommy was like, "Okay, talking through this isn't really working. So let me show and display the (laughs) roles in our house, because I think at that time, Tyler just thought, Tommy did everything. Like I, I honestly you think, think he that? I totally think even that. though I was always traveling, which is crazy, right? But I think as <laughs> as a child, you know, he thinks, you know, he's known you and him. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean that's true, and that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it makes sense because there was a period in time where you know, prior to you being in our life, where I, I did fulfill that role, and it right. was, uh, you know, me and him and. You know, you saw me doing the grocery store. Uh, you know, there was a period in time where I did all of those, I guess, um, more traditional uh, uh, components necessarily to ro- run a household because, you know, there appears when it was only he and I in our household. Yeah. Um, but there was a there was a, a, a transition that occurred when Inez uh, and I, you know, began making our home together and <laughs> and. You know, a lot of those were really anything that related to, you know, the household not, uh, uh, you know, going bare with groceries and <laughs> being set on fire fell in her jurisdiction. You know, I, I travel a lot frequently for work. And so, you know, that just, you know, logistically takes me out of the running, you know, to be the one that's going to the grocery store, packing lunch, taking you to school. Doing washing your clothes, doing homework, <laughs> boosting your little ego. <laughs> I was doing with your tantrums. Yeah, I was doing all of that, but I just think children's minds don't work like that. So, anyways, we had to explain that to him. We had to explain it to him by showing it to him. Mm-hmm. So Tommy pulled out like we have an island in our kitchen. And Tommy pulled out everything from the refrigerator to the pantry that Tyler loves that I bought and bought. And like, mind you, even at this point, our bank accounts weren't joined. So like at this point, I was still Inez Daniels. Tommy was still Tommy Lampley. And so 
He pulled everything out and he's like, Tyler, who bought you these blueberries? And he was like, you daddy. And you were like, nope. <laughs> you were like, no, try again. He was like, I don't know. <laughs> Basically for everything, I don't. I don't do the grocery shopping. So if it was up to me to get it done, you know, just based on my schedule, you know, he'd be eating bologna and jelly sandwiches for dinner. Yes, but <laughs> let me stop you there. Yes, but Tabby went through the blueberries, the grapes, the apples, the strawberries, the chewy bars, the kind bars, the peanut butter, the Lunchables. And the fresher plug. Yeah. All the fruits. <laughs> and he um Tyler, after he realized it wasn't his dad after the blueberries, and then he said, Miss Inez. And then Tommy was like, Yeah, Miss Inez bought all this. And then he went item by item and said, Miss Inez bought all this stuff for you. Miss Inez does X, Y, and Z, all the things that Tommy mentioned before. And said, she is the woman who leads this house and she is the mom of our house. And I think that's when Tyler, it clicked for him mm-hmm. because he saw like, man, like. I would not eat <laughs> <laughs> if it was up to my daddy. <laughs> Essentially. <what> yeah. <laughs> so we had some of those um, bumps early on, but once we got married i think everything smoothed out still learning about um you know discipline and everything and how we share our roles so tommy's not just the disciplinarian we definitely wanted to share those roles which took some time for me but tyler for sure yeah i I have (laughs) yeah i have to um yeah, yeah he does but now that we're married, I think a lot of those issues have calmed down and we really don't have to deal with that. So now he calls me Mommy Nez. And mm-hmm. we gave him like three or four different options. We're like, okay, these are the different names you can choose from instead of Miss Inez. And he chose Mommy Nez. So mm-hmm. we tried to make include him in the name change for me. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Ness. Yeah, Mama Ness. So that's how I got my name. Um Ness. <laughs> that that was exactly how he sounds. But yeah, so that was like the engagement period of being this I guess bonus moms and then becoming a stepmom. Um and I just when I am around people and when I go to the school or I take him to his activities I always just refer to myself as mom. Um, And, you know, if people need clarity, obviously I'll say I'm his stepmom, but we all share the same last name and we are acting as a unit because once Rudy comes, you know, I want both of my sons to look at me as mom. So I think it's just really important to lay that foundation and... It takes time. Like, we did not rush it. We took the necessary, you know, check marks. Because I think even remember, we were talking about changing my name for Tyler. 
prematurely and he was like but you guys aren't married yet <laughs> she's not a lamply yet and we were we looked at each other like dang he's right so we like knew like <laughs> we have to do this when it makes the most sense right yeah i mean he he sniffed that out very quickly um literally <laughs> he's so smart i forgot all about that yeah um so yeah that was that we also wanted to talk about how we act as a unit of parents um providing to tyler so i think that has been something that you know i have just had to accustom to and learn a lot from because like i said i grew up in a two-parent household so i've never like witnessed how a blended family operate. So this has been a huge learning curve for me. I think there are things in the beginning of our relationship that might have irked me or bothered me. Whereas to this day, I just can laugh at or I don't even like um, think twice about. But it's really just time. And it took time for, you know, me, Tommy and Tyler's mom to be, um, you know, together at events or school plays or um holidays holidays and i I think it it makes sense to point out um yeah i think in our blended family there may be um i guess more uh structures in other situations because i had a parenting plan in place that you know basically um listed on an official government document how things would be um, split up from time to holidays to how you handle summers or Christmas breaks and all of those things. And so based on that, uh, you know, we we have a certain schedule that that uh, we stick to and that's our cadence. So it gives more structure than yeah. I think, you know, other non-traditional situations. And that's helpful. Definitely. Um, but even with that, you know, you have conflict. So you know, uh, I, Inez's family lives in Wisconsin. My family's in Florida. Uh, so just working out those logistics, I think, probably increased um, the the period that you have to adjust to yeah. within, you know, already having, you know, a non-traditional arrangement. Right. Um, because for my family, just to give an example, we love Christmas. That's like our favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. And... Something that I've had to adjust to is either we go up to Wisconsin and we might be there for, we'll definitely be there for Christmas Eve and then we usually leave Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. And my parents always would want us to stay and be there with the family for Christmas, but realizing that in our non-traditional family, we split holidays. So mm-hmm. half of the day, Tyler will be with us for Christmas and then he'll go to his mom's house for the other half. Mm-hmm. So things that a quote unquote traditional family would do on holidays, we've realized that that just will not be in our wheelhouse and accepting that. So that's something that mm-hmm. I've definitely had to do. It was already an adjustment because we just got married. So right. you're already getting used to and figuring out how you're going to split holidays as a married couple right. you add on that additional level of um complexity with you know a range and Tyler's schedule because you you want it to be fair and that's um you know that's one of the 
the considerations I think you also have in a non-traditional family. Just you're just trying to do what's best for for uh, your child at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure that they excel, making sure that they're happy, uh, you know, while being fair. Yeah. Um, and so. taking your ego out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's important too. I think that's with any parenting, um, like a successful parent. <laughs> really has to learn to take their ego out of, you know, this is what I want to do with Tyler. This is what, you know, of course we would have loved to stay there in Wisconsin, but we know what's best for Tyler. Mm-hmm. So just spend time. With both spend time yeah. It's just important that you always take your ego out of parenting. But another thing with co-parenting, which I love about our setup is not only the structure, but also how we all communicate and I think this happened before we got married, but me, Tommy, and Tyler's mom communicate, all three of us, in a group chat. Mm. And anything that's related to Tyler, we all are on one accord with in a group chat. And that wasn't something that I saw happening Um in the beginning, did I, just, I just do it one day. I don't. Yeah, I think you <laughs> did. But it was so necessary because yeah. a lot of the times I would have Tyler or you might be on the road. Mm-hmm. And so it was important that we all knew what was going on. And so I just feel like it makes us a stronger parenting unit when we can all be on the same accord. So I do think that's like really beneficial. And so like I said, it takes time. Right. Like not everything <laughs> happens overnight. Transition. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's always a transition. But I'm like super proud of where we've come from, how I've had to like, you know, get over certain obstacles, just being the type of woman <laughs> that I am. And why are you laughing? It's <laughs> just... You're speaking about it so elegantly. I'm trying. Um, no, no, no. I mean, it, again, it's a, it, it, um, and I think that just speaks to, uh, you know, you and you oh, being a, a good woman because this is not. These are hot topics of conversation. You know, how do you, you know, deal with the the mother of your husband's, um, um, child. Uh, I mean, there's always friction and always a difference of opinion, a difference of view. Um, and there's, you know, multiple ways to not see a certain issue or, you know, be on the same page with, you know, especially when you have a child that is a, you know, person of his own that, you know, has his his own thoughts and his own, he makes his own decisions and creates, <laughs> creates his own habit that you, you know, also have to intertwine with. You know, just making it all work. Yeah, but I will say from the onset, and this is just because of your past, Mm -hmm. Tommy did such a great job making me feel comfortable with the setup. And he always has put me first Mm -hmm. and has always made it clear of what my role was to Tyler. So there was never a point where I've ever had to feel, you know, defensive defensive, or mm-hmm. like I've had to speak up for myself. Right. Um, 
Tommy has like always led that charge. And I think it's really important when you are blending a family, especially if you're the wife or husband of someone who has a child, that he, yeah, that it's so important to define roles and that that person sticks to Mm -hmm. those roles. Like even, like even when we are just about to get married, like Tommy was like, all right, guys, this is like, (laughs) to like family members. He had to say like, this is how we are you know, trying to build our family. And so, you know, he, he just was vocal. And so he made me super comfortable. And I think it has, I don't think I know it has, you know, caused a lot less stress in our marriage where other people might have friction when it comes to blending a family and the different dynamics you might have. So, mm-hmm. Thank you, babe. Oh, yeah, of course. It's- mm-hmm. That that is that's an imperative thing. I, I think I think you just said it. You know, you you underscore the importance of doing that when when um you know putting families uh, or blending a family, as you say, and you just have to. I think especially from you know the male perspective, when you you know you have and you have a son who you know has a mother uh, uh, that. You know, he has a certain affinity for, um, you know, he has a certain will in mind in terms of, you know, his relationship with her. Uh, you just have to make things crystal clear in terms of what the, what's expected from all parties. And so, you know, part of me making the situation uh, as easy as possible because I, I wanted you to be happy and to not have drama. Um you know, I couldn't pluck you from New York and get you down to Atlanta and just bring you down here and tap to to deal with, with drama. Yeah, uh, and I don't do drama exactly. at all. You made that clear. I'm like, I don't do drama. <laughs> I want to get along with yeah. everybody. Like, yeah. So it was yeah. always very um, clear to me that that is what you required um, for me to have uh, those roles clear and defined. Yeah, and I, but I was like, okay, I'm about to be Mrs. Lampley. Right. And so, like, <laughs> we got to set some boundaries. Yeah. And so I do think it's important to have boundaries within mm. your marriage when it comes to blending a family and making sure that you and your husband are on the same page because without a doubt we are. Yeah. It took some time, but, like, that's just life, but like we are now. Yeah, I mean, you you encounter different situations right. that you haven't necessarily, you know, dealt with before. Right. The child is getting involved in different activities, doing different things. He he wants to do different things. Right. He wants a cell phone. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, so Can't th- even. there, yeah, there is. He's seven. He wants a cell phone. That's what I, <laughs> I don't like. That. <laughs> so you know, as as the child gets older um you you have different issues you have to figure out uh you know how to resolve and you know what makes the most sense for your specific situation like your home and i think that's really important is realizing that you can only control what happens in your home and so you know we just pour everything we can into tyler and pray (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's literally what you have to do, pour and pray, mm-hmm. because you can't control what someone else does with your child. Yeah. Um, and just having p- 
peace with that and trusting that and knowing that even though you might want to, you just can't. It's just you just can't. You got to let it go. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Pour and pray. Pour and pray. I think that's the perfect way to end. (laughs) Pour and pray. Well, thank you guys for listening in. And if you have any questions about blending families or how Tommy and I co-parent, you can email us at info at foreverlampley.com. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening.